Welcome to the Refresh Her podcast. My name is Denise Cunningham, and on this podcast targeted for women, I long to encourage you in your heart, your home, and your life. Let's open the scriptures and be refreshed by the truth from God's Word. I remember recently hearing the story of a little child that was sent to the principal's office at school. They were sitting there in the outer office waiting to be called back by the principal, and they were literally shaking in their boots. They had heard a lot of stories about what happens when you get inside the principal's office. They had heard things like, sometimes you get a paddling, or a phone call is going to be made to your parents because you broke some kind of rule or you had some kind of a bad attitude. And this little child was sitting out in the outer office just as nervous as could be, trying to think of what they had done to deserve being called into the principal's office. Finally, the time came and the door opened and the principal invited them inside. And when they got inside, the principal just said, I just have a question that I need to ask you and proceeded with a very simple question that this child could answer for them. That was it. That was all that the principal wanted from this little child. And you can only imagine their relief. And the child told the principal, I thought you were going to give me a spanking or you were going to call my parents. And they were so relieved that it was just as simple as answering a question. I can so relate to that little child because there have been so many times in my own life when something is going on in my life And while I'm in the middle of that, I'm already racing ahead to the end. And I am imagining the worst case scenario of an ending. Can you relate with that? I mean, one time just recently, I found a little spot on my arm. I went to the dermatologist and they said, yeah, we're going to need to do a little biopsy on that. And those weeks while I was waiting for that biopsy call to be made back to me, I'm thinking to myself, it's probably cancer. And I'm going to have to have it removed. And what if it continues to grow in my arm? I wonder what it would be like to only have one arm. I mean, isn't it ridiculous what we do? We go to the extreme. Or I may have thought to myself, oh, my, this family member that's not near me, they have a particular need. And I'm going to need to go, but how am I going to work this out? I've got other things going on this week when I haven't even found out the details of that yet. Or I say something to my friend and I look at the expression on their face and I interpret their expression to mean something negative. And I think to myself, oh my goodness, she took that wrong. She's probably upset with me. I probably have ruined her day. We go on and on. Or the trip that is before me. And I think, oh, that road is so busy. You know, we could be in an accident. Or this trial that I'm currently dealing with at that time, I I may think, you know, there's no way this is going to ever work out. Or this huge financial need that I'm looking at right now, how is this ever going to be cared for? Are we going to be able to pay for it? You know, maybe we're going to have to get creative and sell something. Well, we could lose everything. It's so easy to imagine into the future the worst-case scenario. And we not only imagine the worst ending, but then we also come up with a humanistic plan to be able to remedy the problem that hasn't even happened yet. 
I hope I'm not alone in this. You know what? I found this in the scriptures that I'm not alone. I was reading through First um, Samuel, and when I came across this passage, I realized that David also had a problem with imagining the worst before it ever happened. Now, we all know that King Saul hated David. He had indeed tried to throw a javelin at him, and David had escaped away from the javelin several times. And at one point in 1 Samuel chapter 27, this verse is written, And David said in his heart, so this is David thinking to himself, I shall now perish by the hand of King Saul. There is nothing better for me than that I should speedily escape into the land of the Philistines. And Saul shall despair of me to seek me any more in the any coast of Israel. So shall I escape out of his hand. We see here that David had convinced himself that his death was going to be caused at the hand of King Saul. He just knew that King Saul was going to kill him and that if he didn't do something about it, it indeed was just before him. But be, And because he believed his imagination so much, he began to have a plan of escape. And he takes himself to the land of the Philistines, which are the enemies of the Israelites, to hide himself. His human viewpoint takes over rather than putting trust in his God, which is the very same thing that I do every time I run to an ending that hasn't even happened yet. And, you know, we usually don't just imagine a little bit of something negative. We usually make it, again, as I said, the worst case scenario possible. But why is it wrong? For us to assume the future outcome and to act on it. Why was it wrong for David to do this? I think it's so wrong because it reminds us that we are not thinking the truth doctrine that teaches us who our God is. Let me give you some examples of that. We're showing a lack of trust in God's sovereignty when we do that. When we imagine the worst and then we make a plan, we are not trusting God's sovereignty. His sovereignty reminds us that he is in control. And our situation is under his direction. He sees it. He knows it. He hasn't missed it. In Psalm 115, verse 3, our God is in the heavens and he does all that he pleases. Next, I think we are also trusting our own finite power instead of God's omnipotence. God is able to do it anything because he has all power. God is at work doing something that we cannot see. And if we could see what God sees, we would want exactly what God is doing. Revelation 19.6 says, Then I heard something like the voice of the great multitude and like the sound of many waters and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. And next, the doctrine that we're not believing is God's love for us. 
we're doubting the fact that he loves us. And though it's not stated in the scripture that I just read from 1 Samuel 27, I believe David must have questioned whether God really loved him if he would allow Saul to do this imagined thing of killing him. Psalm 86.15 says, But you, Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. And the next doctrine that we're not believing is that we cannot trust God. We think we can't trust him, but God is trustworthy. We think we have to take things into our own control rather than just waiting. And we know that waiting is the hard part, isn't it? But waiting is easier than trying to fix the problem in our own strength or coming up with the answers to the million questions that we have in our head. God is faithful and he has not deserted us. Jeremiah 17, 5 says, This is what the Lord says. Curse is one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. I read this by a woman, Dean Kane. It was so encouraging to me. She said, God is preparing you for the very thing he has prepared for you. He has not forsaken you. He has not forgotten you. He has not tricked you. He has not lied to you. Don't give in. Don't give up. Don't step back. Don't drop out. Keep on pressing. It's coming. What is she referring to? What's coming? God's answer. God's solution. God's provision. Whatever that need is in your circumstance that you're running to the end and figuring out what you think is going to happen, God's, God's taking care of it right now, even though you cannot see what he's doing. Keep on pressing. Keep on moving forward. Keep on doing the next right thing while you're waiting. Let's not doubt the truth of who our God is, omnipotent, faithful, loving, trustworthy. Let's believe the truth about who he is and wait because it's coming. So I want you to think about whatever it is that's going on in your life right now that's causing you to imagine the worst case ending. And then remind yourself of one of the attributes of God one of his characteristics that will help you to trust him. Do you need to remember that he owns everything? He owns a cattle on a thousand hills. Remind yourself of Matthew 6.33 that he promises to care for us as he cares for the sparrows. And you know, we need to remind ourselves also, how did David die? He said in 1 Samuel 27, in his heart, he said, I now shall perish by the hand of King Saul. But you know what? That's not how he died. In 1 Chronicles 29, we read, Thus David, the son of Jesse, reigned over all Israel. 
The time that he reigned over Israel was 40 years. He reigned seven years in Hebron and 33 years in Jerusalem. Now listen to this. Then he died at a good age, full of days, riches, and honor. David did not die by a spear or a dagger or even by King Saul in any other way. He lived a long time, and he served many, many years as the king of Israel. That's what God said he was going to do, and David could trust him. Wow, it's a far cry from his imagined outcome, isn't it? Can I remind you that your situation is going to end much different than what you're imagining right now. Because our God is on the throne. Rather than us worrying and fretting and wringing our hands and imagining the worst thing possible, let's just settle down and trust the character of our great God. We'll have an ending that is as glorious as David, no matter how our life ends, if we allow God to do his work, his way, It will be a glorious ending, and he will be glorified as he was in David's life. God is at work, my friend, and I encourage you, don't quit. So thankful for you listening, and I'd love to hear from you. You can go to my blog at refreshher.com and look at the contact page, and you can send me an email even comment on a blog while you're there. There's a lot of refreshment for your home, your heart, and your life as you walk with God. Be sure to check out the show notes for links that are relatable to the episode that you just heard. Why not share this episode with someone else that you know who needs to be refreshed?